What's going on, everybody? Emily Abadi here. You are listening to another installment of 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. Now, on last week's episode, I talked about the concept of energy attracting like energy. Quick summary for those of you that may have missed it. Basically, if you are approaching your day with optimism and positivity, then it's likely that that is what you are going to find during your day. Whereas if you approach your day with negativity, you're more likely to be easily capable of pointing out the not so stellar things around you. I'm going to link that episode in the show notes so that you can check it out. Well, I want to expand on that conversation today and do a little exercise with all of you by addressing the two different types of energy. We all have two different types of energy, period. We have catabolic energy, which is essentially a destructive, tearing down force often associated with stress. With this type of energy, when people can work well under stress and experience short-term success, the long-term impact can be super draining. And then impact levels of satisfaction. The other type of energy, anabolic energy. Think of it like a constructive building up force, so the opposite of catabolic energy. This is associated with less stress, and it happens because when the brain isn't under stress, it tells the body to release what we call anabolic hormones that are designed to optimize systems. When that happens, as a result, it becomes easier to focus on solutions and tap into creativity and experience a more complete and conscious view of situations. So that's the baseline. Now I'm going to do an exercise with you that was really helpful for me in understanding what all of this really means. So right now, if you think about something that you really enjoy and you were going to tell me about it, think about that thing. So for instance, for me, I love my morning routine. I really love waking up in the morning and going to my Nespresso machine and pressing the button after putting in the pod, bringing that Nespresso over to the couch, diving into my open breathwork moment, and then going straight into my journaling practice. Okay, that's the thing that I like to do. Now, I want you to do this. I want you to stick two fingers in your ribs, like lodge them into your side, and then experience what it would feel like if, again, you were going to tell me about the thing that you enjoy. For the sake of the fact that this is a podcast, I'm not just going to hold 20 seconds of blank space, but try that exercise. And I want you to reflect on what you notice when speaking about the thing that you enjoy with your fingers and your ribs. Ask yourself, what was different about that experience? And basically what I'm trying to get at here is catabolic energy works just like a finger in the ribs. So what happens is it distracts you and pulls your focus away from what you're trying to accomplish and toward what's painful or stressful. And again, I need to reiterate this, that neither of the energies are positive or negative or good or bad, and they both can serve a really powerful, important purpose. But The key here, and I cannot stress this enough, is that you need to know if you're experiencing them by choice because it serves you or by default because it's what you're used to. Now, if you notice that you're the kind of person who may be experiencing more catabolic energy than you would like, I have good news for you. There is 
something that you can do about it. (laughs) Now, tell us, Emily, what does that look like? Well, it looks like getting very sure and firm on the things that bring you joy, leaning in to those things, and also confronting and fully accepting the idea that you are responsible for how you react to your thoughts. So yes, a certain thought experience can trigger an emotion in you, but then you get to decide how you move forward recognizing that emotion. This really goes hand in hand with the concept that the greatest freedom is the freedom of choice. And we have that, right? We have the opportunity to choose where we go, how we respond. And like I said, it is not always a bad thing if you are operating with catabolic energy. We all are to some extent. Some of us really can use it to our advantage, but you need to have the awareness to recognize if it is serving you or if it is not serving you. So my question, my thought prompt for you this week is do that exercise fully, sit there and think about how it feels. Notice what exists when you have that extra tension and how it can perhaps cause that more stressful reaction. I'll give you a a really quick example of how I noticed catabolic energy coming into my being this week. Over the last few days, I have been feeling like an unnecessary amount of stress right when I get out of bed, and it's been hard for me to articulate the cause of it. I realized that it was making me feel as though a lot of the things that I do typically enjoy just weren't as effortless, and they just weren't bringing me the same amount of fulfillment. And when I sat down, And I realized what was happening and how I was allowing this like negativity to kind of take over my day. I took a deep breath and I removed myself from the environment that I was in as I was trying to address this issue. And I went for a walk around my neighborhood. And it was during that walk that I realized and remembered that in this situation, that catabolic energy just was not serving me at all. In fact, it was putting me in a heavy victim mindset, and it was a mindset that I wanted to shake. And so upon coming back inside, I sat down at my desk, I checked something super small off my to-do list, and decided to roll with that, decided to roll with the feeling of self-worth and success and appreciate the boost of serotonin and ride that into the next task and the next task. And by the end of the day, when I stood up at my desk, I let out an exhale and I was just proud of myself for consciously choosing to pivot, recognizing again, and I know I use this word a lot, but that I had the opportunity to pivot. So an exercise for you. A thought-provoking moment, hopefully. (laughs) And now let's segue into a listener question. Hi, Emily. This is Maggie from Austin, Texas. Big fan of the podcast and longtime hurdler. My question is, how do you celebrate a big achievement? And running, you often hear how important it is to celebrate your success before moving on to the next goal. I just had a 10-minute PR in my half marathon, but it's part of a buildup for a full marathon, so I feel inclined to hurry on to the next thing. But I do know it's important to stop um, and celebrate. So how do you celebrate your big achievements? Hey, Maggie. Thanks for this. I love this. And you're so right. It's just so important for us to take some time and be proud of us. 
be proud of you. <laughs> now, I definitely have a myriad of ways <laughs> that I like to celebrate myself, achievements, and those wins, big and small. And honestly, I could give you an answer like sitting down at my favorite restaurant and eating a nice dinner and that is certainly something I do every now and again. But really what I've been doing lately is just giving myself time, which sounds so small, but it makes such a major difference. So for instance, I recently finished the third module for the Certified Professional Coach course that I've spoken about here on the show before. And I rewarded myself for three back-to-back 10-hour days and making it this far in the program with an afternoon to myself to do some of the things that I wasn't able to do while I was in class for three days. So even though it was a work day, in quotes, I'm very lucky that I make my own schedule, but I unplugged completely, left my phone in my apartment and decided to go get a pedicure, bring a book. And then after the pedicure, I went and I went grocery shopping. And it was like, it was just small stuff. But recognizing myself enough to take that time for me and then come home and sit on the couch and watch some mindless (laughs) television show and have absolutely no moment of shooting on myself for other things that I could have been doing in that moment to be more quote unquote productive. That time for myself, it's so special and it's something that I don't necessarily get to do all of the time. So that's how I like celebrating myself lately, by giving back to myself the gift of time. (laughs) When I say that, I feel like I'm uh, listening to Oprah's super soul conversations, but you get the drift. Like I said at the top of that, make sure you're taking the time, whether the win is big or small, to be proud of you. Life can feel really damn hard sometimes, and you owe it to yourself to be your own biggest cheerleader. That's it for this week. Make sure you're following along with us over on social. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Abadi. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 